Welcome to Broken Home, the only podcast so lazy I'm going to edit in an old intro here. I'm your host Jeremy Webb and this podcast is where we propose that being broke ain't all bad. Joining me this episode as my broken homie for the day, our special international correspondent, Mobes from Taiwan. Again! Welcome in, Mobes. How you doing, man? Back by popular demand, Jezza. I'm going pretty good, dude. Back by, I told myself I'd make sure these were coming out weekly and... Uh... <laughs> what well, I'm the I'm the gap stop or like oh shit oh for sure you're gonna tomorrow. keep getting these hit up like uh, yeah not tomorrow the next day I left myself an editing day but uh, right, good stuff I know your schedule now good. I know we got to be online for our RPG sessions we're now doing in the afternoons so that's it you are trapped as an unwilling co-host until otherwise no worries so I do love crying poor and uh, and I don't see that stopping anytime soon or at the very least that like once you were you can complain about then. Yeah. You still were. No, but that's never going away. That's not how time works. We're linear linear beings. Uh, So, I hyped this the other week, but uh, we've had an update, you were saying, about your old man, Bear. Uh, For those who didn't hear that episode, uh, Noah's old man had essentially an elephant graveyard for, like, Vespa scooters next to his house that turns out wasn't, like, a place where he then put scooters. That was already there when considering buying the house, and he insisted it be part of the purchase. And then we had no idea what happened to it. So we've scooters, got to baby. Our scooters. You've spoken to the old man. What what is going on with these things? Well, let me start by saying, Jezza, that memory is a magical thing. And very much a reconstruction. Oh, we... <laughs> because oh, my god, did... were we both not close to the reality on this? Um, did we burn scene bears this shit and just convince ourselves? Yeah, I was asking him, he's like, What the fuck are you guys talking about? Anyway, I got the whole story. Um, first thing is they'll posty bikes, not Vespers, but I don't know if that is, uh, oh, very come on, that's, it was, <laughs> okay, okay, but uh, that's the same thing. Let's estimate. How many do you think were there? Considering we How only went to Horsham to get pissed, yeah, yeah. that's a more than close enough assumption. Fair enough. Fair enough. To. We'll let that go. But how many do you think were there? Like eight. Okay. Okay. Like full one sort of bodies and shit. Fair like, ah, oh, maybe a couple more. In my memory. Enough. Like, Enough. the fact that you're asking makes me sus, but I'm like, yeah, from memory I would have gone like, yeah, maybe 8 to 12. Okay. Um, my guess was zero. I don't remember these at all, right? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> reality was four, and uh, and I got a bit of a tail. Yeah, I think there was a couple there. Mm-hmm. A couple were also just um, uh, picked up, like, off nature strips. You know, sometimes people just put, like, you know, their shit out on the nature strip and put a for sale sign and whatever. Oh, Dude, wow. I think if it's a posty wagon out in the street, that's just called parking <laughs> your scooter. Or, or, or Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, he's um, just fucking... Yeah, old man's yeah, just yeah. gone, well, that's a, that's on the nature strip. That's out for hard rubbish. Yeah. Definitely not <laughs> someone just fucking pulled over on the side of the road to see Grandma. Yeah. Anyway. Um, some fucking Uber Eats driver. Just having his scooter nicked by some dude. It's still got the keys in it and it's running. Well, I mean, this was definitely pre-fucking Uber Eats days, but uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, no, 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 all legally acquired, and yeah, there, I guess there was some rotting on that block already. And um, hmm. yeah, I said, oh, what happened to them? And he um, took them to the Ballarat swap meet, and got a cool 1200 bucks, three of them. So, um... I don't know. He says... Were they the ones yeah, that worked, or was it just like these husks? They all... Had one or two things wrong with them, but kind of worked. Would not fire. Yeah, off yeah, working. yeah. So, so we were right about that. They were the like, yeah, you could jerry rig these together, possibly, yeah. or get a single part or two for them from another one that you might find somewhere on the side of the road. All right. 
And um, he also said, there's one remaining, and someone's asked him, uh, do you have any motos? I need a moto. This could be a listener mm-hmm. of yours, Jezza. I don't know, because it sounded all pretty recent. The transaction hasn't happened. Oh, possibly. If any, if we, for some fucking reason, have a... <laughs> <laughs> no one's sent an email yet. Awesome no listeners. One's followed up on our... No one's followed up with our other questions, but yeah. for some reason, someone's gone, oh, I know how I'll make first contact. I'll find Bear. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. come on, man. That's we're talking about bear to look at. You know, no, to be fair, to be fair, he doesn't. Don't have, spook the bear. He, he does have a reputation for um, you know, having ten to fifteen vehicles in various different like levels of um, breakdown. So, yeah, well, in the market for that kind of go, shit. Uh, well, I suppose that with once you've got a certain number of them, you get to the position where it's like, yeah, okay, to fix that. I could get it going easily for 1200 bucks, but I don't want to drop that. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else comes in and goes, oh, I'll spend that and then buy the whole thing off you. Then it can become like an option of something to actually do. But at the moment, it's just like that one purchase or one step away. Right. But there's eight of them and they're vehicles and they take up a lot of fucking space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those hobbies that I'd love to see closer to the city. Just somebody's front and backyard. Just there's no council in the fucking world. in mm-hmm. <laughs> that's putting up with that nonsense like oh i've i i, I know the dude actually oh, before i tell you that jezza quick aside you need to get yes. here i'm sorry do you have the backup audio yep. because i fucked up this audio recording again somehow i do <laughs> god help start us. your recording again and we'll five four three two one hour okay wait 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 and we're at the anecdote about uh, uh this shit close to the city i can't yep. why am i so fucking bad at this just realized I don't see any waveform, so I'm not putting like Audacity doesn't see my mic. I'm just doing nothing. What the fuck is going on here? I'm so tempted to just leave this in with <laughs> uh you know, like VHS static in between. Oh my god, bro! In fact, I may even do that. You're going to be listening to me troubleshoot. Not all this of it. I'll cut it down to a comedic length. Christ, I'm fucking dumb. I don't know how to. Uh... I don't even know how to view that shit in Audacity. Like, view, hey, here's my mic. I crap, crap, you know? Uh, it should just be in the Oh, here we mic. go. Here we go. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I just had to rescan for devices or some shit. Oh, that's what I get for being a gentleman and lending my good mic to my dear, dear girlfriend earlier in the day. And it just totally upsetting my audio. Um, I don't know. Now, the trick life. is you got to do what I did, which is I taught Tiff how to use my setup. Yeah, well, so the she, thing is, so I uses my PC. I wanted to use my setup, you know, when she had her thing. Anyway, whatever. We're recording now. It just it wouldn't be a podcast with me if the first five minutes was um, backup recording only because I uh, just don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, par for the course. All right, where were we? recording going now? Yes, it is. All right, give me the numbers again. Five, four, three, three two, one, one, go. All right, you were saying um, having, having junkyards close to the city. I don't know where this dude is, but my, my father has a friend, and definitely they are, like, cut from the same cloth, right? They love collecting yeah, shit yeah, yeah. that rusts, right? And um, But this dude's got, like, military crap. Like fucking jet fuselages and like i Ah, I think he might have half a tank or some shit i don't know just i do remember living out in the country where you just go to see like yeah dad's mates 
and there's just a chunk of a like I remember going into some guy's house and it's just like uh, one of those little like prop planes but just with no wings just right. wedged into a tree I don't think it crashed there I think they just got it and then left it there yeah and so we'd just be playing around in this like rotted out right fucking little plane thing and, and Ted edited his place he's got that like a train carriage oh yeah it out as a like yeah how the fuck uh, did that get out there <laughs> I, I don't know the caboose there was no tracks leading up to it yeah 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 what a hilarious um, little bungalow thing if it's actually a caboose yeah because that'd be heavy as shit anyway and mm. um well still the wheels and shit on it which would have been most of the weight like, yeah holy christ and stuff. yeah need a crane but it's out in the fucking sticks it's coming um, from us who just like took a piece of a different house but I still reckon the caboose would weigh more yeah um, but it does have its own wheels. The guy with all this military bullshit, though, right? He um, yeah. kind of a little bit has guests over a lot to view this stuff. So it's kind of this very country museum of sorts. But it's not a museum in that, like, it's literally just tons it's of, and tons a, of junk out in a paddock. Secret. Right, 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 right. And you don't just go and get admissed or whatever you got to find that dude and get invited to come see all these weird, cool shit. And, yeah, you've uh, got to chat yeah. to him at the pub about it right. and him get excited enough about the topic yep. to invite you back. Yep. That's the only way to see it. That or... The most exclusive museum you'll ever fucking see. Exactly, exactly. Or some word-of-mouth stuff, right? Where you're just like, oh, that you went and saw that guy's fuselages and half a tank, mm. right? Uh, how do I go see that? And then, yeah. You gotta pass that shit along the grapevine, eventually get an invitation back, hopefully. I've never seen it, so I don't know. It's exclusive maybe. Yeah. And to be fair. I got no idea what actually goes in there until you're one of them and then right, right. they don't tell you. And probably like the Freemasons is probably gonna be incredibly underwhelming. Like yeah, just exactly. old country dudes hanging out in the dust together. Rusty and shit. It's yeah. like, man, after a while, even as a kid, you're like, I've climbed on a rusty tractor now. I've done that. <laughs> it's like, mm. yeah, another one's sick. It's like, I'm sick of... Can you show me one that works? I've seen those ones in the movies and stuff that are, like, green. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of green... When was the first time I actually saw a tractor that looked brand new? Hmm. I don't know. Like, I never saw one that, like, looked like it was a toy out of the box kind of looking one with any color on it yeah i just seemed to every tractor that we interacted with it wasn't like just passing by on a truck or whatever that like we knew somebody was using it was just not only was it rusted but it seemed that it was originally painted the color of rust anyway yeah 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 well it's a bit less of that nowadays i think uh i feel like um your mum and pop farmers that uh would have those shitty old, like, 30, 40-year-old tractors. They've kind of all had their land gobbled up by the, the big boys. And the big boys do have some nice-looking John Deere shit. But still, like, a couple of days... It skips the one in the middle, though. Because it, yeah, it yeah. skips the, like, oh, yeah, this is the, the one person... To the just fucking, I could plow your entire town in 28 minutes. Yeah. Fucking, just row of blades that rotates and just eats everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, it's like it seems like yeah, the middle bit. I'll have to ask somebody who knows shit about tractors because uh, tractors were just one of those things that was just background to me. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, kind of the scenery kind around. Of, Sometimes there's tractors, and it's like I don't know, I, I don't use them. Mm. Kind of hilariously, um, when I was back, you were saying something about green. Oh no, that was a terrible segue into talking about your brown car, the beast. <laughs> a brown that was almost green. Well, it could have started green. I don't know. It it was. Hang on, are we going to do another one first? Because like we can go into the beast. No, what fuck it. Dive into the beast. Okay, so let's beast it. The beast was the color of like. Not actual baby vomit, but the one that those, like, baby born dolls in the ads always used to have. The, like, you'd feed it food and then it would fake poo and vomit and shit. You remember those? Yes. Hang on a sec. I can't say I had one, but I do remember that toy. And yes, I can. Oh, I remember most toys from Adverse, man. We didn't have anything fucking brand name in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, continue. It was like, you know, one of the ones from, like... Alex's. I remember having these weird, like, bendy Power Rangers that were just basically, like, ninja toys that, like... They were like the ones that you'd use to throw and stick up to the wall and they would, like, fold down. You know them? I know. I didn't have one, though. Yeah, I, like, just, like... Yeah, you saw them. Right, right, right. Sometimes they were in, like, little gift bag things at, like, a birthday party or something. Yeah. Uh, they were just like that, but it didn't stick to walls, so it was just, like, a weird... Gumby rubbery <laughs> thing that was slightly painted like fucking Power Rangers. It's made with a cheaper material. Doesn't work. Just solid, no joints. Can't even stand in what would even be slightly referenced as like a combat stance. They're just T posing. Right. Little fucking rubber boys. Anyway. Back to the Beast. The Beast was, yeah, it was just. Uh, it was the church car. That only drove to church. Well, that was the story. You get that story with every used car that you ever get, which was like, oh, it was only before us, the only person who owned it before us was an old lady who only drove it to church on Sundays. That lady's church was in hell. She drove it through hell every Sunday and back. (laughs) I probably would have, but at the time, this car was pretty snazzy, man. It was like one of the the deluxe ones at the time where... Well, in the 80s. Yeah, because it had power steering... Was but deal. it also had a sticker on the wheel to make sure you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, power steering was written on the steering wheel to be like, you could, absolutely, you've got the good one. Yeah. But it still had, like, a manual choke. I mean, have you uh, driven a car without power steering? It, really fucking yes. annoying. <laughs> my, I, I learned to drive in my grandma's uh, Corolla, yeah. rock and roller. Uh, roughly the same age as the Beast, but, yeah, no power steering. And my grandma is, like, tiny. Little, like, thin arms. Like, some sort of broomstick kind of thing. But I'm like, how the fuck do you drive this car around all day, seemingly effortlessly? Yeah. Because I'm, like, yanking it around. It's like riding a fucking billy cart that you've built yourself. Like, cruising down a hill. An absolute nightmare. No, grandma's going to be packing some biceps, I think. If you'd, uh, investigated further. Oh, she's got that, like, she's got that wiry gardener's build. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Great I'm Depression sweating, era strength. Bit. Yeah, pulling the weeds out all the way from the root. Just mm. all wrist strength. All right. Uh, and what happened to the beast? The beast... I seem to recall Well, there being an incident. Well, this was the thing. It did seem originally to be that that story was actually true for a change. Because this thing had, like, really low kilometers, despite the fact that it was just ancient. And it was all pretty good. 
Uh-huh. Like, the car was seen to be pretty old, well held together. Except that, like, you know, so the main thing was, like, the engine's going, everything like that, except uh, the brakes and everything started to right, go. Good. Like, the discs Talk were about working. this. We don't want to hear about how it was good. I want to hear about how it was shit. Well, yeah, I'm definitely getting to that. Well, for starters, just from the age of it, it weighed nothing. And this is when I started doing, like, comedy up in Melbourne, so I'd have to be doing missions back and forth. Oh, God. From where we were living in Ballarat to Melbourne. And going past the truck, because it's doing 100, on the freeway at 110, in that thing, if there's fucking any wind, yeah, you genuinely feel like you're just, like, in a tin can, just, like, on a string, blowing around in the fucking breeze. You just, like, the one corner of the car is just lifting... And you're just like, fuck it. And you just fly, I like, would just plant the boot. Because that was luckily the thing with this particular old car. It could at least still go. Mm. No problem going. Stopping ended up being a problem in the end. But going, you could at least get it up to like 130 and zip around past the truck and be. 130? Off in this fucking crosswind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just for like the length of the truck. You don't try to keep that shit going. But uh, I got this thing when I was living with Brett, and that was a fucking nightmare to have him in, uh-huh. because, well, first off, like I said, it had a manual choke, so Jesus Christ. if anybody hasn't driven a car that old, is listening to this or whatever, you might... I don't even know how the choke works, I just knew when to use it, you know what I mean? It's... Right, right. <laughs> Something to do with restricting the petrol, getting into the cylinders, I guess, I don't actually fucking know. Something like that, though. Yeah, I just knew that when you were starting it up, you'd be using that instead of, like, pumping the pedal. And then sometimes you'd need to pump the pedal anyway, depending on how cold it was, because it was fucking Ballarat. But... Sounds like one of those old cars where you have to spin the crank on the front of the fucking thing (laughs) to get it (laughs) going. not quite that bad. Right, right, right. You at least have got to pump it from inside. Yeah. Uh, But Brett would always just be sitting next to me, and he just turns like, can I do it? And I'm like, no, there's people behind us. And he's like, come on, let me fucking... And all he wanted to do was take off from the lights using nothing but the manual choke. Oh, God. So he just leaned over, pull it out, and it'd just be like... And get you this tiny little bit of power. Like, just like maybe two or three times above idle speed. And you're just rolling into the thing. But the car just starts making these... Not like loud revvings or anything. Just this weird noise from within the engine that just was disconcerting. Mm-hmm. And Brett's just sitting next to me with a huge fucking grin on his face. I'm like, why are you so glad my car's shit? <laughs> and um, I believe it was at one of his birthdays. It, it, we started to see the beginning of the end for the beast, right? Uh, Were you too drunk? I'll tell the story. 21st, I I out in the I bush. I am just trying to remember if anything else had fucking come up before then. Because... Well... We overloaded the... No, it was the right number of people on the way out, right? Yep. So there was Brett's moving away party or something. Was it a 21st or job. something? Oh, right, okay, maybe it wasn't. It yeah. was either that or he's like, oh, you're going to do uni party, but he'd already moved out, some shit. Uh, full load of us are five, but I think there was more than that on the way back, which was an issue. Yeah. But we take my car out. At this point, it was always a laughing stock, but this was the thing. Brett was always fucking with that car. Like, it had a hilariously good handbrake, so you'd pull it and it would just completely lock the back tyre, but because the car didn't weigh anything, we'd be on that grass bit at the front of our house, like, the nature strip that was quite long, the the gutters in Ballarat, which are really fucking deep, Mm -hmm. 
and he just reefs the handbrake on and you just drift across the, the dew on the grass and you just see if you end up smashing into the concrete. Uh, but so this boy, we another, we both knew that it was a piece of shit. There's no respect for this car. Mm-hmm. We get out there for this 21st and one of our mates needed to go and just crash out for a bit. And Too much sauce. These, uh, a little too much sauce. But these are my mates where it's like, you can't just have a kip in a chair or anything like that. It's, it's you're going to get fucked with. You've got to go somewhere safe. <laughs> you can't just pick a couch that somebody might walk through or something like that. No chance. Mm. So our mate goes and has a crash in our car, in the car that we brought down, which is mine. But we'd also built a lemon cannon at this party. Like a proper... I mean, it's a plumber, so we just got as much of the piping and everything as he needed. Did it have a piezo lighter on it? I kind of remember it being pretty sophisticated. Oh, yeah, and that was like, they were using sealant and everything around right. it to make sure everything was sealed. Yeah, it looks like a plumber had made it. As a, it's like the bits of pipe yeah, actually fit together, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it was the perfect size as well, and most of the party was just like, it, for anybody here who hasn't been to a paddock party, that's just... Uh, a bonfire, music, as loud as you want, because there's nobody anywhere near you. Uh, and usually some sort of explosives that you're just letting off to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, and in this case, it's the lemon cannon just being fired just into the distance, just as far as we can go, trying to hit, like, uh, there was a freeway sort of vaguely in the distance. Yeah. I remember we were trying to hit that from the backyard. Now, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to chance I guess that some of our listeners don't know what a lemon cannon is or an orange gun it's just a couple of pieces of pvc pipe um and you spray deodorant basically into a chamber at the bottom load a fucking piece of citrus in the top and then light the deodorant or whatever accelerant you're using and um turn that bitch into a cannon and i yeah seem to recall this one had an electrical switch on top so be like you just bang the switch and it would um electrically ignite the shit inside the chamber which is uh, yeah, a pretty like big um button. yeah yeah the clicky piezo lighter thing um sure which, he had a canister just attached to that as well i can't remember if he was spraying things mm, mm. it's a good engineering uh, anyway i've seen some pretty pretty ghetto ones but that was well that's sort of the thing it's nicer than your car you can go very simple or you can go yeah. needlessly elaborate yeah and either way it's going to be under like 120 bucks Right. To just cause needless damage to your stocks of lemons. Yeah. But it naturally gets to an escalation point where we're all very drunk and we somebody notices that our friend is asleep in the back of the car. So I suggest nobody else like this wasn't a malicious thing, this was like I am this dumb. I suggest, yeah man, you should shoot my door with the lemon cannon and scare the shit out of it. Hell yes. Uh, so he so he does. He loads up and just from about two feet away pumps around into the side of the car. The strip on the side of the beast just dented in and came off. Oh, it's a Honda Civic if anyone needs the image in their head. Mm. 86 Honda Civic. Brown Honda Civic. Uh, no, like vomit green. Mm. But just an anomaly of a colour. Yeah. Uh and the stripping on that, it just dints in like old fucking uh, 
like Civil War era cannonball damage. Yeah. Like just a perfect round dent has gone into this thing and flown out. Our friend is completely oblivious to this. Does not even notice. This Still is passed on. out. He's just passed the fuck out. Yeah. But then, unknowing to me, Brett has now reloaded the lemon cannon, and while laughing, just turns and points it at me. I jump out of the way, and he just fires it, and it just obliterates the side mirror completely. Yeah, driver's side from memory, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And just, like, there was nothing left of it. It was just, like, some citrus rind on those little spikes at Mm. the end, and just, like, reflections sort of in the dark where the light was catching the pieces of mirror. Yeah. I I reckon every car... drive the next day. Every car has its tipping point, right? Where you're just like, this is now too shit. I must start looking for another car. And I feel like you getting around with just one mirror and jagged fucking black plastic shards hanging out the side where the mirror used to be. That was the beast tipping point. It, it and, was the beginning of the end, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, like, it really hammered home this time because normally it's the, the, a bit more denial. But just doing that drive back when we had too many people in the car, hungover as fuck like half the people are asleep but half people are like just like weirdly yammering while I'm trying to concentrate on the road mm. and just like having no side mirror <laughs> yeah, like yeah. on the freeway the whole way back to Ballarat yeah. I'm just like yeah I either need to fix everything or mm. <laughs> start looking but it was uh, it was still good enough to keep me going for a while I had to absolutely badger the fuck out of bread to get a mirror put back on that thing right right he ends up getting like you know the little ones that you just sort of attach onto existing mirrors so you can see around your caravan yeah like some temporary a, he just got that yeah and he just got like some uh, uh, what are they called rivets and just drilled a few holes in the side of my car and just yeah, rivets yeah, yeah. this thing into see, it and he goes there you go and I'm like this is what I mean by the tipping point I mean, when it's yeah, when you clearly don't even give a fuck anymore. <laughs> visibly fails roadworthy from fucking fifteen meters away. It's time. It is time. Hey, do you I remember really um, that window of I could get this through a roadworthy by <laughs> all the technicalities? Yeah, by paying you know twice I mean? and having the roadworthy guy take home half, maybe. Um, nah, man, I'll just head home to my uncle. Do you remember? <laughs> I think we. I think we shared this, uh... Right, right. I think we shared this near-death experience. Um, And speaking of shit cars from the 80s, I had a VL Commodore, and for some reason, it didn't have a cool name like the Beast either. I I don't know what we called that thing. It was called My Car. I was misremembering this, though. Did it have something written on the side? Mm, VL, maybe? No, I don't know. I don't know. I just remember it having, like, a rally style sticker on the side but that may <laughs> yeah, just be my memory perhaps um yeah and anyway that piece of shit Commodore well it was okay for a little while I suppose um but then it started to right. have this critical floor of um spraying too much petrol into the into the engine and that petrol would then burn hard and black and blow out the ass of the vehicle <laughs> <laughs> it just progressively got worse and worse and worse and um, you and I decided that we did have a share house with enough yeah. of us that, yeah, yeah, like somebody's car worked. Right, right. There was right, always somebody's right. car that you were using the least, but yeah. it still technically worked if you needed it to. Right. 
And we were mostly going to the same places, right? I mean, obviously exactly. hanging out the same place on the weekend and attending university in the same places and um, in some instances working in the same places, so... No drama. Yeah, it was basically, I was at the bottle shop and the rest of you cunts were doing your fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swanky computer job. That's right, that's right. Get, getting your air conditioning and your inside. Yeah. It was well air conditioned. Um, <laughs> and, oh yeah, the VL, right. So we decided that Horsham should be its final resting place, along with the final resting place of, of thousands of other vehicles with my father, right? Before in, we put it in down, the graveyard. Are we... Is this when we? Is this the same story? Is this the exchange? Yes, it is that ah. story. And Christ, yeah, that was I was definitely there for that. Yeah, so we're like, okay, we got to get this car. I mean, I think right, we were going to meet my father in Ararat and swap with another car. So it was we, somewhere halfway. Right, uh, right, it was right. one of those decisions where I'm like, you're like, hey, do you want to? I think it was Ararat. Swap this thing with it, and it just had nothing to do. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Cool. Hey, Jesla, get in my death trap. And um, yeah, and, and we'll just smoke cigarettes for a bit in a car with music going, as yep. opposed to doing the just, same thing at home. Just a little one-hour jaunt down the Western Highway, yeah. notorious for its death count. Um, and we were driving that uh, that poor old VL, and it was starting to fucking pour out more and more smoke. And as it did, it was losing more and more power too. So I remember mm-hmm. for as we were getting, I don't know, halfway through this trip, like fifty k's in. Um, a, I think it was cold as hell because wasn't weren't the windows just completely fucking fogged up? And uh, no, no, that was the way back. I'd oh, forgotten right. about this stuff with the way there because you're right because we were having all the struggles of getting your car. Oh, done. God, you're worried. You're worried about the way back, dude. The way there was a fucking dangerous bit. Um, but yeah, uh, going along the the Western Highway, foot planted. Right, um, you're talking about getting the beast to one thirty. I had the pedal to the metal getting 75 right in a 100 zone and um i remember at one point at uh an overtaking lane and a giant fucking b double truck uh hauling alongside next to us like really wanting to overtake before the end of the lane and um and we just we couldn't speed up but we couldn't slow down yeah because then we're losing all momentum (laughs) yeah basically yeah we just weren't sure if we'd ever reach that speed again right um, yeah, but yeah. If you go from seventy five down to sixty, it's going to make us go to forty, and we are not coming back. Right, before right, the right. Shift levels out. Yeah, and I mean, I guess in this truck's defense, he could have been a part of a convoy of forty vehicles that were fucking backed up behind this poor old VL on the highway, and yeah, um, yeah fucking just merged and basically pushed us off the road, or at least onto the nature strip or whatever you call that, the 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 shoulder, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Man, I remember thinking, yeah, that was really, really fucking scary. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Anyway, dragged it along. Because, like, because at least during that, it's like you were driving. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, you're the one who had to concentrate on that shit. I was just, like, passenger. You're just enjoying your cigarette, you know? Yeah, exactly. Keeping us in good spirits. Listening to tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know... Light one for you, hand it over. Well, at least there was one clean pair of fucking undies in in the car. Well, um, but this was the thing, like, uh, that's sort of just like how I remember it, but yeah. I remember we get there, we do the exchange with your old man, it's like, yeah, good luck with that one, yeah. but then we, in the car that he gave us to come back, that's when it became, like, it was cold on the way up and it started just pissing down, Right. absolutely freezing rain on the way back, Yeah. 
and that was like there was no aircon thing going to actually be able to defog in that car that right, we were given. Right. And that's why we had the windows cracked by a couple of inches. And we're like, because I remember, because we were trying to smoke through the tiny little gap. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we were just terrified and just trying to make it through this weather. Yeah. But it was still only giving us a tiny little gap where, like, the very center of the windscreen wiper kind of thing would hit, like, mm-hmm. just this tiny little cone. And I remember, because you were leaning down to watch in a direction where you could see the lane we were in. And my job was to lean the other way and smoke out the window and make sure nothing in the other lane was going to be able to hit us. <laughs> Your job was smoking out the window, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I it do... was just like, I, I remember that so much more just because I had to concentrate during yeah. that so much more. Right. Anyway, Where so from one like death trap to another. And I do remember, I can't remember exactly what that car was. Um, oh, shit. A little shitbox holding something. White car. Oh, mm. oh fuck. It's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, whatever. Um, but I remember... I remember, though, that it was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense now, because, like, yeah, the way up, it was way more terrifying for you, but on the way back, it's like, oh, thank fuck, I can move the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're too, you're too ecstatic about the uh, the change in variable speed, whereas mm. I'm, like, I can't see anything. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that car went on to... Uh, Shit, I'm just looking it up. Oh, I can't find it. Whatever. Uh, I was driving that car probably six months later or something. Also a bit of a shit box, you know, probably worth a thousand bucks. And um, I was approaching a, a friggin' roundabout and the fucking brakes just basically gave way. Like my brake pedal just went bloop straight to the floor. And I very nearly T-boned someone. And, uh, was this? Which roundabout was it? Was this like coming home? Dude, it was right near the skate park in Ballarat. Um, you know, that like Eureka or whatever the hell. That's definitely it now, demographic of listeners. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably know. Um, it's like, fuck yeah, everyone. Okay, you guys know where skate park in Ballarat is. Yeah. Yep. And I remember, this is terrible and probably a crime, but also probably past the statute of limitations. Um, I still needed no, to get around. You don't need to worry. About <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Are you going to fucking extradite me over an old story? Um, I still needed to get to work and shit, right? And the brakes kind of worked. But what I did was sort of supplement the pretty broken brakes with um, slowing down using the gearbox, right? So as I was approaching yeah. intersections, I'd be like, four, third second first you know <laughs> to um help or just like oh, coming up a bit quick and slamming it in a second yeah 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 yeah. maybe there was even, even that, some um that fed- quick downshift noise where you go too down when you weren't expecting to it's, yeah yeah and and probably also some um feathering of the fucking handbrake too so it's like this chorus of um actions to you know slow the car down as required um Anyway, after that, and maybe this is the 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 takeaway from all these stories, yeah. is I got a Nissan something Pulsar, I think two thousand one, probably worth two or three grand, and I will never not drive a Japanese car now. That little fucking Pulsar went forever, yeah. never broke, no bullshit. I remember I even sold it when I went overseas for a while, um, I was like, oh, I might never come back. I'll just sell this car. 
and um, got it. Got like four hundred bucks for it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ended up coming back uh, to Australia, and I was like, "Shit, I need a car." Um, put the put the word out with my old man, like, uh, "Yeah, I wouldn't mind a another Pulsar or whatever." And he literally found me like. It could have been the same car. I don't know. <laughs> it was the same yeah. year, same model, oh, same right. color. Because I got a weird thing where I remember license plates, and it really like fuck with me when you're yeah. up in the same car and just different plates. I'm like, yeah, you... no. Is this some kind of crime? <laughs> what happened? Um, yeah, but somehow I got the ex- almost the exact same car. And you know what? I was okay with that. Fucking love that car. I think the Beast had an almost identical end with the other one because that uh, I was driving to work when I was at the bottle shop yeah. heading on the back roads and I was going downhill to a T-intersection and just brakes, nah, nothing. Yeah. Like, absolutely nothing. Handbrakes giving me nothing. So I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to have to make the turn and hope nothing happens. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Luckily did, just like swung around. Not Luckily nothing was there. And I managed to, unfortunately, the back way from where we were living at the time to where I was working, a lot of hills. You go up near, like, behind the campuses and stuff, sort of over the left of the main street where there's those big hills mm-hmm. in the back road. Mm-hmm. Man Street. And man, yeah. And it's just like, up the hills wasn't as big of a problem as I thought. You just ride the accelerator mm-hmm. to just keep yourself in place and get up and over, but... I must have absolutely nearly had somebody trying to kill me as I... Because, like, if you've not been to Ballarat, on those back roads kind of there, you'll go up and there's a roundabout at the top of the hill and then the down the hill goes the other side. So when I've got up there, I'm just creeping through that fucking roundabout just as slow as I can just to make sure there was a big enough gap on the other side so that once I started rolling down the hill, I wouldn't just, like, slam in the back of somebody halfway mm. down. mm I'm just sort of like looking like as I'm going in this roundabout, just I up and like, all right, if I start going too quick, I'm just going to aim for that lamppost and just like trying to decide things that are going to be the least damage to people. If it's the area I'm thinking, the, up near the cop shop, the police station's yeah, yeah, yeah. at the bottom of the fucking hill. And so is a hospital. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you, so, do, if you do fuck that up, you've got the, most of the services pretty close. But yeah, uh... I made it all the way through there going like really carefully because I was working at a bottle shop so I had to be there like a bit before rush hour so there wasn't too many people kicking around but yeah. still some school what's, stuff. What's rush hour at the bottle though? all the way there. No, as in like 5pm uh, because it was a drive through bottle shop so people uh-huh. would swing through after work or right, that right. kind of thing. Uh, so I'd be on the way there and so luckily I managed to like with traffic and stuff like that managed to get to work no issue with the no brakes I'm rolling into the car park at work and then just slam into the back of my boss's car. <laughs> Goddamn. I went to park behind him for some reason and just slammed into him. Oh, and then he just didn't give a fuck. Luckily, yeah. my, at the time, my boss was a massive alcoholic. He's like, I oh, don't... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Don't care. I get it. I'm like, all right, fine. Oh, good uh, and then still decided to drive it home. Like then, with the bottle shop, it was like closer to midnight. So we're like, there's no one on the road and it's like go-karting in that car. Because again, this thing weighed nothing. It still went fine. It just had no stop. So you just got to like drift those angles on the corners just to make sure you're going slow enough. Mm. Just absolutely check at every corner. And then I remember I got home and just aimed it at the park that was across the street from our house. 
and just like mounted it on the curb, got over and just left it at an angle. And it stayed there until it got the canary. Mm. Well, well, fair enough. Sticker. Man, yeah. I have not heard anybody talk about a canary in ages. <laughs> well, none of mine ever got slapped with one. I mean, they absolutely should have. And um, I just definitely remember when I was younger, people constantly talking about their cars getting canaries, and I'm like, yeah. I guess I've been away from that for a while. Yeah. Well, somehow, somehow avoided that. But I do remember driving those cars. You would attract some amount of police attention. I mean, I guess P plates and shit at the time super don't help. Um, but it's funny. Yeah, P-plates and cheap cars usually right, a right for disaster. Yeah, yeah. Recipe for um, well, let's let's pull up and do a RBT. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what it's not the... so bad, like you know, it's not the recipe that they're gonna be doing anything. It's just they're definitely gonna get fucking pulled up for right. the amount of nothing they're doing. Right. I and... feel like uh, people that are sort of our age, like uni student age at the time getting fucked over now man there's like over here in particular all the uh used car market is oh just berserk right stupid ridiculous so they just yeah, miss yeah. out on having not absolute shit cars but like one step above yeah or just like old cars and shit like that like it's just people never gonna get that no nah, i hear you i hear and i mean it's well not that i need a car right now but um I don't like the idea of financing a vehicle. Like, that's why I always have, oh. like, one or two or $3,000 cars, because I'm like, I'm just going to scratch together what I can in the next month or two or whatever, and then get oh, my man, car and do be that. done, you know? I'm going to do that till the day I die. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I drive a car into the ground. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or until, like, just to the point where somebody would still take it. Like, I still yeah. got somebody to buy the beast. I didn't even need to scrap that or anything, because yep. uh, there was that dude who came and picked it up because they do... Uh, back paddock rallies. Oh god, hell yeah! Who's just gonna put a roll cage in it and then just slam them into each other? I'm like, she still no, goes. That's a, that's a fitting end. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, grandma's talking about uh, wow. ride until they die. Socks and jocks. I'm also a believer in that. You know, Ooh. cop a few holes and eventually have a uh, full funeral when you finally release them to the grave. Of. You've stepped it, it up. Because it was just like the thing of, I'm like, fuck it, they'll just go in the drawer, and naturally I won't wear these ones often because I'll grab the good ones out, and then you've just got underwear no, there. Because spread the love. So you don't throw anything out. You're just like, yeah, you just. Also, it's like, well, I want clean underwear to sleep in, but I don't want to use the good underwear for sleeping in. Mm. You sleep in the old underwear. Like, and then you're not wasting it for when you're going out. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we were going out with anybody seeing our underwear at the time. Right, right. <laughs> but even uh, even now with the missus, I'm just like, eh, I don't really want to throw this out. What I do want to do is put him in a drawer full of nothing but shit that should be thrown out, but I'm not throwing it out. Is that a post-poverty or something mindset, do you think? Well, there's definitely a hoarding mentality that yeah. sticks with you, but for me, it's like... Uh, my mum also had issues with that, like particularly with hoarding stuff. So because I saw her doing it so much, uh-huh. I didn't like it. So I You're immune. actively went against it. Yeah. Like I like I was literally talking mum's like still got an old pram. Like no, not pram, uh cot. Yeah. Like a wooden cot that she used when we were kids. But it's stored like in the roof of a woodshed. Yeah. It's all just rotting and shit. But it's there. You know like, why, Jezza? It's like Take the fucking what? hint. 
She wants a grandkid, all right? She's holding on to it. Yeah, but the idea of that is rotting away in the roof of the woodshed. <laughs> well, both uh, re- really and, and metaphorically speaking. Yeah. But, like, uh, why would she want to look at that just living metaphor? Like, fucking yeah, she, every day. So she could re- be reminded of your failure to procreate uh, before 31. Uh, Right, it would be so easy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, on the topic of poverty, fuck kids. Yes. My God, Jesus Christ. We uh, we live in the generation, the last generation that are going to have mm-hmm. kids. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. We know somebody with kids, I guess. But less than 50%, yes. I want to say. And he's an idiot. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in this economy, that's not, that's, that's no not way. Me, that's not me having to go at dads. That's me having to go at this specific dad. Mm. Uh, oh, good on him, I guess. Like, I could not imagine having the cash for that. Like, yeah. we got enough for the animals. That's enough. Right, like, right. I couldn't afford schooling and clothes and, like, enough room in the house to yeah. have another person and then also have the free time to look after it or pay for you know, childcare during the day to work and then that kind of shit. Like, yeah, yuck. Even, I work from home as an IT person. It's like, yeah, that's a pretty good environment to be able to look after your kids while you're here. Assuming you're not like constantly on calls, like a call center position or something like that. But mm. even then, I'm like, okay, so I'd be looking after them, but then I'd also be paying for them. Like, I just, there's no way I can imagine affording it. Yeah. And then people just kind of do. It's something like. They figure it out. $300,000, I think, over 18 years or some shit to raise a kid on average. Um, and I tell myself, oh, I'd so much rather have that three hundred grand, you know. Uh, but also, I know 18 years from now, I'm probably not going to have three hundred grand. So maybe I should just have the kid, you know? I was thinking about this the other day, because, like, what is better value? I, I don't know why I was thinking about this. I was talking to somebody who had parrots. And for some reason in my head, I've drifted down the line of, okay, a parrot will live for like 60 years in yeah. some of these breeds, right? Live forever, fucking birds. A kid, you'll know for 60 years or so, uh huh, at most, before at least you die. So either way, it's a living creature that you're deciding to Pretty comparable. get for companionship mm-hmm. and amusement. Both can talk. That'll live, that will outlive you. Yeah. Right? But there's no pet insurance. There's at least some semblance of healthcare still going on here, so people can still, you know, yeah. Like medical care is just the cost of what medical care is in the US for people. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, there's no uh, rebates or anything for it. It's just wholesale. This is what people charge for it. Uh, so it's going to cost you way more for anything that goes wrong with that bird, mm-hmm. and it never gets to a point where it's getting money to buy you things, right? Just a taker. It's just a money sink. Yeah. So it may be when you go around to these people's houses and they're like, oh, you know, just got like, if you've got multiple parrots but no children, in my head, that's just like, okay, you're What's flexing how much cash you actually have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, I could probably have a kid and that kid could be like, it could be looking after itself by now, but I don't. I'll tell I you what. Get this. I've never just considered having a bird. money sink that I would hug. Right. Yeah, I've never considered having a bird, but I'll tell you what. If I'm getting a parrot um, and it's going to outlive me, which if I were to get a parrot now, I think the actuary tables say it's likely. 
Um, I'm giving that motherfucker the Egyptian treatment. He's getting buried with. I ain't having. I ain't getting outlived <laughs> by that bird. It's gonna. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a good call. What's it gonna do? Like, okay, do do you humanely uh, like? Do you have it killed and put in with you, or alive no. in the cage, sarcophagi? I said Egyptian style, so it's live. All right, so it's live. You've got your innards like pulled out and jarred yeah. around you. Yeah. See, I want the same thing. And all my other worldly shit. Put it in there with it. I want a similar vibe, but at the same time, I'm not into the whole, like, taking up space of the dead thing. So, Mm. same ceremony, but cremation for me. So, just a live parrot in the (laughs) oven. (laughs) Somehow more humane, probably, than uh, than my method. (laughs) Although, imagine the uh, the grave robbers one day, or something like that, or archaeologists, dig my ass Mm -hmm. up and find, like... All my bones Somebody's are being pecked, pecked to get death. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, I'll eventually be worth digging up, right? A, yeah, 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 yeah. No, give it enough time. Maybe, maybe 3,000 years from now, you know, people will dig me up and be like, what were people living like in the fucking, in the 2000s? You know? They, uh, they yeah. worship birds. They worship parrots. Well, they had parrot servants anyway. Yeah, we can just bury stuff in the yard and get that result. Mm. Just, like, start mac- making weird shit. Like, th- things that aren't meant to be inventions that go together, just start doing that trend of, like, melding them together that people were doing for a while there. Yeah. When people were first starting getting into electronics, like, you know, clock radio, good idea. But, like, you know, when you start combining a couple of ideas, like, hey, this it's a microwave, but it blends while it's microwaving. You're like, nah, that's mm. not the combo I'm looking for. No. Nah. Um, well, should we get back to some practical yeah. tips on, uh, on being poor? Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. I'm glad, uh... Let's get back on track, Jezza. This is an up late episode. This is an up yeah, late yeah, episode, yeah. guys. We were meant to do this during the day, but we were asleep at that time as well. This is the Patreon special. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no Patreon. Not yet. I can't have a show like this and then have a fucking paywall, man. No, it's it's the reverse Patreon. Be free. You you pay people five bucks to get on the premium stream. It's for people who really need the help, you know. Hey, it's an interesting way to do charity. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll we'll think about that as a later on idea, but uh, I'd like for somebody like more people to be listening before I start thinking about any kind of fucking making people <laughs> pay for it, man. Jesus. Uh, but yes, we were going to because you and I lived together for like we didn't know each other growing up it wasn't until uni when we started living together Mm. and going to Ballarat Uni and everything there so we figured just as a little bit before we move on we're going to just go through some of the options or even just reminisce really because half of these are crimes uh, about like ways we were saving cash in uni because like the most simple one was like think what we were saying because like most unis i assume would have some degree of this system uh i don't know how they ever went to one uni but like a, a pay to print function where you got to pay like a top up a card top up an account they might charge it to you like uh, some people have accounts with the uni for yeah yeah actually paying off their student loan shit or whatever either way i thought it was bullshit i'm like we we should have charged money. people for this back in the day oh actually no wait that's that's what you're talking about. Right, we're giving back. We're the Robin Hoods. All right, continue. Yes, we are heroes. Yes. 
in the IT department. But uh, <laughs> I always thought that was shit anyway. It's like, yeah, you're paying for the school. You're paying for everything there. And the books as well. It's like you should get the books. Have yeah. books on hand. But anyway, both of those things we addressed. Uh, so the paper print one, we were just like, I signed up as a mentor a good couple of years, <laughs> uh, which is just where the first year students come in and you're showing them around the place. You're letting them know where things are. And the first thing I would do is I would take them to the nearest computer lab, uh, mostly because it was the gaming lab and just being like, this is where the best computers are. Uh, try to use them if you can. And just showing them like, okay, this is the printer, how you print out the settings. So this is the tip. Basically, these systems, a lot of the time you can bypass by manually adding the printer rather than trying to print through their assigned printer, which will usually print to a system which will print the network and then send through the printer that's at your location. So what you do, you just like, yeah, go up to the printer, print the settings off, it has the IP address there, and you could just go add printer, buy IP address, and then you'd add it there, and you could print directly to the printer in the room rather than going through the system. And we would just teach this to everyone. And like, seriously, give it a go now if you still have printing at your uni, where you have to fucking pay for it for some reason. Jesus. Uh, yeah, everything pretty much always going to work. The old manual ad. Yeah, it, it, the only thing is if there's a... You might have a permissions issue in terms of adding the printer yourself. Mm-hmm. But if it's that and there's still, like... If you go to a uni where there is an IT department or something like that, Usually they'll have computers there that need a bit more permissions because you do need to be able to install shit and try to run programs and things that you've been building without just being kicked out. But yeah, first day, teaching everybody that. Second day, showing everybody where the Facebook group is where uh, people just put links to free versions of the textbooks. Were you in on that? No. I. Uh, that does sound very useful. I was going to give a, a, a semi-related tip about how not to perform piracy. Um, do you want me to spin into that right now? Okay. I'm going to tell people how to do piracy next, but if, how do you do to not piracy? If, if you don't get access to a Facebook group uh, where you can get PDFs of a book... Um, mm-hmm. Now, I'm not suggesting you do this. Piracy is a crime and persecutable in Australia. Um, so I would not do this without a VPN and at least a head screwed on tight. Um, but like I said, I'm Hang not on, doing so this you, anyway. This isn't actually how to avoid piracy. This is a wink, wink. Sorry, we don't have the cameras on to be able to see each other. <laughs> so I wasn't so, sure how sarcastic you were. Yes, I also want to discuss. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't do this, but there's websites out there like Library Genesis or libgen.something. It moves around. Um, I wouldn't go to those sites, but uh, I definitely uh, hear that you can. And when you do... Basically, book names can be typed in, again, not by me, and searched for and quite easily downloaded. And well, what's sure small... Modes, but uh, most books have like a unique code. An ISBN, Jezza, an international standard yeah. book number. That's right. Yeah, uh, and, other people would be able to type those in. Uh, I can't read. Just right, thinking. right. Uh, yeah, you could... Uh, you could use those codes to make sure you had the right version and everything without needing exactly. to look at the names or exactly. anything. Wait, but where do you find the code, Jezza? I wouldn't do this, but you can Google any book name plus ISBN and get the yeah unique ISBN number. And then, uh, again, not put it into a website like Libgen, right? Library Genesis. Yeah, uh, but also uh, 
a lot of the times in your book list, it'll have that code there anyway. Even better. They make it easy. Like it'll just be listed on there. Not for, for you, or... but for other people. Someone who isn't me. Yeah, for somebody... yeah we're not doing this. But, uh, like... It also does it if you find the book on uh, any Amazon listing as well. Yep. Even if we're physical, uh, if you find a book on there, uh, just in general, uh, right. that you were looking for, uh, you can also punch, you can find the SKU there directly. Make sure you've got the right version and everything. Right. And then instead of clicking that buy Amazon button, you uh, click somewhere else. That's right. And fair word of warning, um, I would not do this without today's sponsor, NordVPN. Right, take your privacy seriously. Um, no, I'm kidding. Nord aren't actually a sponsor, but do use a VPN uh, and do use a premium one. Don't use free shit. It's kind of nasty. Don't pull that shit on me, man. I know you and... could look me up with a fucking VPN sponsorship, but now you just fucking. Jezza? <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's gonna do the whole read, and then this it's worse. Nah, it's worse. Nah, I gotta work harder. I gotta get fucking numbers, guys. Come I on. I did get the sponsorship. I'm just keeping the money. Um... <laughs> What was I saying? Use a VPN. Right. Right. Or or go to your university, right? And uh, Mm. on a computer not like logged in as you, I guess you could use that and they're not going to find you. But anyway, VPN's a pretty simple step. If you notice somebody uh, hasn't turned up for the first couple of weeks, if somebody's not turned up for the first week or two, choose whatever the default password was that you... I'm not going to tell people. That's just, <laughs> mm. yeah. And I was going to say, I was going to say, maybe like books. That's just right. being fraudulent in some way. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, I've got me thinking now. It probably is a crime to commit a crime as somebody else. You know. Yeah. In, essence, in fact, it's two crimes. Right, two crimes. Is it? Okay. <laughs> but don't do that. And don't go to Library uh, Genesis again. Library Genesis ISBNs. Yes. Keep away from there. Keep it out of your bookmarks. Yeah. Keep it. Definitely don't use it to save money for your siblings who mm. are studying overseas and <laughs> didn't want to pay the books prices recently. Actually, yeah. Um, oh, actually, I've got one or two more for you. Actually, Jezza. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is the this is the um, the Patreon Premium uh, tip right here. That is I'm um, most. Now, okay, a bit less relevant in IT, but if you're doing a science project, oh, not project, if you require it, required to read science papers as a part of your course, which is plenty of courses, right? Published papers. They are very nearly always locked behind paywalls um, in the hundreds of dollars to read and really fuck that, right? Now, and they're all split up weirdly, where it's like, yeah. oh, you can buy access to this database or these like sets of ones, but it's for one it's particular set. It's generally, like, no, that one's and they're not in the same thing. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass at the best of times. Buy. It's a pain in the ass mm-hmm. by the best of times. So you've got two methods. You can do uh, the cheap and nasty, which I did, <laughs> which is not read the whole paper. You try to get by with just what's in the abstract. Um, don't do that. It's not good for your learning. Do get the papers. How do you get the papers? Literally. So you took the you took the gist method. Yeah, the gist. Yeah, gist of my way yeah. through. But here's what you can do: authors will always, always give you their published papers for free if you contact them. So, oh, I want this, uh, you know, a study of um, poverty and, uh, and and the ability to remember how many um, scooters are on a lot, right? Um, yeah. By by Jeremy Webb, two thousand nine. 
if I uh, Google that person's name, you know, if they're any level of scholar, which they are because they publish something that you want to read, um, just Google their name, find a contact, uh, and send them an email and just say, hey, yeah, 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 LinkedIn them. Yeah, yes, yes, LinkedIn. You can LinkedIn damn near anyone. You get 100 100? Hmm, 300 characters. Hit them up in the 300 characters connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I love a bit of LinkedIn. Anyway, ask yeah, ask weird. the uh, ask the author, and they will give it to you for free. And you can just do that times as many as you need, and they'll all do it. And that's the thing: if you have a template that you write up for yourself, yeah, it's just a politely worded email where you can insert the name of the paper, the person's name, and a thank you very much. Maybe something like a little spot for notes. Yeah, and just have that ready to go and you're like oh I need this paper now copy paste find the details send it to the person like you might as well give it a crack right rather than trying to then like spending the cash it's like half of these things where it's like oh I could get away with it for free it's like some people can get very annoyed by it but I always understand it mm. well no the authors are happy to have yeah. their shit read also I've got one more yeah, and that's alright so in this circumstance it's alright to do it but on the yeah. other side of things if they say you can't have a free stubby holder at the Bobolo, mm. they said no. You can't well, just, just have a free one. It goes with the deal. That's just you know an Australian. I mean? like, some yeah. people are like, oh, I'm making a free one if I just ask nicely. It's like time and a place, man. Like, yeah. yeah. Asking me nicely to get a copy of the work I've done and the, the literary work I've written up that somebody else has paywalled for me. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But making my job hard. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Oh, I got one more because I feel like we um, we front loaded a lot of useless bullshit uh, at the start of this episode. That's right. It'll be less <laughs> good, good. Um, the next one is Reddit Scholar, right? Reddit.com slash r slash scholar. And you can go and make know, a post man. on that. I don't that. know if we can be two white dudes doing a podcast over the fucking Discord where we're starting to recommend subreddits to people. No. Oh, this one's so relevant, bro. You can go to that and just post, I, yeah, I, I need this research well, I'm just article. Saying we're treading on thin ice, so we've got to be careful. Wow. You said you wanted to help the people. This is how we do it, Jezza. Freedom of information. Yeah. And, um, yeah, anyway, just go to Reddit Scholar, post, I need this article, put the name of the article, or link to it, right? If you've got a link that leads to a paywall, you can just mm-hmm. link to it. And there is, um, well, 92.7K members happy to help you out. Someone will be uh, attending a school where they're on the other side of the paywall, right? Someone will have access yeah. to that article and will kindly drop it into your inbox. And that entire community uh, is just built beautiful. around um, the sharing of information See. for university students because... Fuck publishers and all that paid bullshit and paywalling and rah rah rah. I love that that's just what LimeWire is, but it's like it seems so much more wholesome. Oh, it's way more wholesome than LimeWire, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. The one thing I did like about LimeWire was it felt it had casinoy vibes. You know, oh, it's like what am I man. what am I actually getting here? You know, is it a virus? It's like you, you did I lose what you want? You know the size, yeah. and the shape. It's all wrapped in tin foil, so you're like, yeah. when I actually get it, could be fucking anything. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's exactly 182 meg. I think that seems right. Mm, mm. Oh, this game's only four kilobytes, um, and a dot exe. All right, let's rip it, man. All of these like DOS games that I got are Donald Duck getting a blowjob. 
good old early internet pornography. Do we, like, do we want to cover any that were like just other things we did as Chiefs kids at uni? Because like I definitely remember becoming the absolute king of the Domino's online menu when that thing first started. Because we yeah. went from the Domino's, it was like a minute or two away. And it was when they first brought in the website and there was nothing that poor IT students loved more than fucking around with the Domino's menu to see what you could do to make adjustments and make better <laughs> well, adding adding fucking 20 cheeses just to up the, yeah, uh, up the, the calories. Time, like, so one thing what they could do, but also like seeing what did and didn't incur fees and which yeah, ways yeah, yeah, they yeah. could do it. So like... I knew they way they made a pepperoni, and originally it was way better to get more pepperoni and double cheese. If you got a supreme pizza, took all the vegetables off and added pepperoni and cheese back on, huh. and just like we were fucking. Me and John used to be kings of this, just fucking around with this thing to get literally any pizza we wanted, but for always the most budget price. Right. And then um, we just like just walk around the corner again for like seven bucks each. My only concern yeah, is, is any of that shit still applicable today? Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but I remember... Some, um, some were like rules that were instituted where it's like, okay, if you take two things off, yeah. you can put one thing on. Right, right. Stuff. Some of it's still free, but uh, there used to be some that I loved with the, the Macca's screens. When they I was just free. about to say, the original, oh, those early great. Macca's screens, you could add so much fucking shit for free, it wasn't even funny. Yeah. My favorite one was, uh, was it the Oreo McFlurries where you just add like fucking give me oh, a whole packet of, of biscuits on top toppings. you just like put in yeah, yeah 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 my yeah. favorite one was uh, you could get the uh, monster McFlurries that they had it was the cheese sauce and then bacon bits on top oh yeah and it's like you can get plus 10 bacon bits mm. for free like yeah it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. More. and so just remember you just like get a burger get the loaded fries with the plus 20 fucking mm. bacon I feel like they, they catch that stuff so much more these days. It's kind of sad. Yeah, like, and then you open up your chicken and cheese that you bought that used to be two bucks, and then mm. just upend enough bacon in there that it's... Yeah. <laughs> like, it acts like another ingredient. You're like, got them. Yeah. I got these. Free, free protein, baby. Free protein. My heart hurts, but I fucking got them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what else? Like, What, tips for saving cash in uni? Yeah. We're talking about free yeah, somebody... fast food now. <laughs> well, both, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like they sort of go one in, like, hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's worth mentioning, um, make sure that you explore all your options with um, shit like Centrelink. I know it's extremely fucking miserable and probably just totally mm-hmm. ass in 2023. Sorry to date your uh, podcast. Um, ah, but... Yeah, I mean, I think we all got like what a couple of hundred bucks or something a oh, week, man, a fortnight or something. I, I don't even know. Read the absolute yeah. best wave of settling cash for uni. Yeah, because I remember like we had mates that got screwed over because it was like, oh, you don't get any of this if you got any scholarships or like anything like that. So we right. may have got the like some piss poor thing that's like, oh, we will give you five hundred bucks and then a hundred bucks each semester for books. Even if yeah. you got that, you got nothing. But I got like five grand because I moved from the country. Uh, How long did that last? 
it's still lasting right now. I'm literally podcasting <laughs> from the computer oh. that I fucking bought with it. I thought you meant you're still running up there. It's still running down no, no, 5,000 bucks. I'm not that good. I'm like, holy good, shit. I'm not that good. This is the king no, of meagering noodles right here. I bought, yeah, no, no, no. I bought this PC with it and it's like had oh. one or two subs in it, but it's still going. Oh, good on, good on it. I, good on the government like, or whatever. Yeah, had Rudd and... Uh, Ruddy. Ruddy. with labor and yeah, it was just that perfect time yeah. to be handed a just good chunk of cash. That last little year. spray of cash before nine years of coalition and fucking the poor. Yeah. I just, Whoop. yeah, absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Well, um, you did mention, I think this is also worth a mention too, uh, scholarships. Yeah, yeah. I've heard people um, in academia say that there's a lot of scholarships of all sizes that have almost no applicants. So that's also something where nobody, no 18-year-old wants to do this shit. I was probably told this mm. at 18, 19, 20. Investigate scholarships, you will get money. And I was like, that sounds so boring and just didn't do it. But the thing is, if you do it, I'm, I would almost be certain that something, it would pay off in some way. I Scholarships wouldn't do them because I just assumed I wasn't good enough for them. I'm like, I'm not putting the effort in for that. Probably yeah, but it's like, like, oh, you're good. It's like you're scholarships good for, no. for middling <clears throat> student motherfuckers from Benella. That's a scholarship. Just nobody ever takes I mean, it, you know? Yeah, probably could have got bumfuck nowhere scholarships, but yeah, yeah. I don't think when I was getting them in particular, it would have been more than I ended up getting anyway. No, maybe not. But, but um, yeah, definitely not. Sure. I had no idea about that, actually. Like, yeah. Well, just... Actually follow up and... Nobody up. wants to follow up because it's so it. boring. It's so boring. But uh, but again, just I guess you've got to think of it like work, I suppose, <laughs> would be my advice to anyone listening. In that you're going to need to do... I don't know. Five to ten or twenty hours work, um, but probably get scholarships in the order of thousands of dollars. You know, so it's a good hourly rate if yeah. you want to think about it like that. Particularly like, and you might need to write some bullshit that too. Available anymore, or like, you yeah, know, you might not be eligible for certain things. It's like, yeah, these scholarships are where you can get right, right. Actually, get into this rather than just having that education paywall keeping you out. Yeah. And um, and at university, keep your finger on the pulse for other free shit too. Because um, I remember I, I just heard or I saw it on a flyer or something like, oh, write a five hundred word essay about China or some shit, and um, mm. and go there for free. And I was like, oh, that sounds all right. And I did that, and I did go there for free. All I did was write an essay. For and where was my fucking heads up? I would have wrote an essay. No. I live with you. I'm in the fucking hell. School of Health Sciences, baby. They don't want to hear about your IT ass. They got enough right. of that shit. Right. Come on. Yeah. We'll save that tale for another day, maybe. It was me uh, as a psych major. I was the only one from psych. Two fitness bros doing um, sports science. And <laughs> seven nursing students who were all women. Six of which I was blonde. Which, I'll tell you what, man. Get, getting around bum fuck nowhere china with six blonde people um is the closest i've ever a celebrity yeah yeah <laughs> attention talk about like everybody yeah. within a block radius staring at you for more than two weeks i don't know man i think you've also got you're, you're downplaying yourself as well because you've got the brown not quite afro level of waves I was, I was pretty froy then, I think. Six-foot frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, were thrown yeah. out right. 
yeah. with on over six foot frame, you would have uh, would have yeah. drawn a few looks in the first place for yourself. No, 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 I'm not sure if you've seen them. Um, I had people come up to me sometimes and say, "Can I take a photo with you?" Like, yes, you can. <laughs> and then the other Australians <laughs> would take a photo of me getting my photo taken with just random people asking for it. It's like hilarious. And anyway, Man, I, so so I want to be a spectacle. Little um, yeah, I don't know. And that that was just like again, probably a poorly publicized. Jezza didn't know about it. Poorly publicized yeah, no um, school event trip thing, whatever. Uh, that ended up being a really good thing, and probably somewhat the reason why I'm pretty close to that part of the world today, living in Taiwan. I don't know. I mean, it definitely helps. Yeah, yeah. A free trip anywhere is going to make me fucking pretty happy on the place. Like, Tiff paid for the tickets to get us over to Canada, and I love that trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely, uh, yeah, when it's not somebody else's dime, it definitely gives you a, a nice impression of the place. Mm. Well, going to China and no. going to China and university was, was like, oh, I really want to learn this language, um, but I don't <laughs> want to be in this country. So, Taiwan it is. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yep. Sorry, just had a drink. But, uh... Fuck, I was... I had a drink and it completely broke my train of thought. What are you drinking? Here's the answer. Water. Alright? That's our next saving tip. Lay off the fucking booze. Actually, no, wait. The uh, real tip... I'm drinking a Coke Zero, but at the same time. Yeah, go for it. The real tip is pre-drinking. Take it easy, right? Take it easy on the pre-drinks. Be careful, but, um... Man, I do that a lot here in Taiwan still in my 30s. Because mm-hmm. um, alcohol, like getting a beer is like the same cost as Australia, which is pretty fucking high, right? A lot of other things are cheaper, but but, um, but beers from yeah, a bar are expensive. It's like your first couple expensive. of just getting the buzz anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Go yeah. No, I love a couple at home first. And then I'll get like just uh, one I'd, or two I'd out. go the next... No, nah, man, I'd go the next stage where half the time I'm like, look for options where you're not even going out. House parties. That's how you save money getting fucked up. <laughs> Drinking at home alone. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, there's always that. But I just mean like... No, I agree. I love house parties too. House, uh, and there's going to be share houses. House parties Every, were like so fun. Share houses with parties. That's just what fucking happens. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. now where people are like staying in share houses for a lot longer in the cities and shit. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, got to split that rent. So it's like... Right. They're way better. Yeah, do yeah, not yeah. spend the money getting drinks or whatever. You can just, half the time, if you rock up with some spirits, or even yeah. just a couple of mixes, you are going to get drunk that night. There'll be right. something there available. Right, right. No, I've always been a house party like, person, yeah. and that, I'm taking it to the grave as well. Like, I hated, well, yeah, I would say hated. Hated going to clubs where it was so fucking loud, you could not have a conversation. That's um, literally... Compared like, to just chill house vibes where, yeah... There's probably still a couple of rooms where the music is pumping, right? Um, yeah. But so many areas just to chill out and actually have real conversations with people. And, and it's so easy to just, like, if you need to, just walk out in the street and go to the block. Right, 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 right. Like, just walk a little bit away. There's no fucking bouncer you need to get let back in with any of that bullshit. Yeah. And much more likely to find someone with a, with a joint, you know? You're not really going to find that at yes. the club. But house parties, everyone's well, got that one. That was the thing. I, I blame nightclubs for me being a smoker, not so much because, you know, oh, we're out of the club and we're smoking. It's because I just, I 
the chill out time. Where I can talk to people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and the yeah, only yeah, place yeah. you can do that in an iClub is the fucking smokers area. I'm like, this I is agree. Yeah. where I want to be. Yeah. Having chats, punching durries. Here we go, Jezza. Here's here's what we uh, put forward to the Australian government as a as a quit smoking um, initiative. It's like smoking areas, but there's no smoking there. <laughs> it's like the chill out and talk areas, mandated for every I bar. We're going to go the opposite way, where it's like, okay, if this is the only spot people want to be because it's quiet, mm. we have to pump music into the smokers area that's equally loud so no one can talk. Yeah. Pump um <laughs> pump some high tone that's annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, that fucking thing that they pump at the mm. like uh, the malls and shit. It's like ah, uh, so is that to stop people sleeping or is that to harass teenagers? I don't know. Probably both. Probably both, but even now it's like most teenagers have a phone where they're playing music from anyway. Yeah, and <laughs> half deaf. <laughs> Yeah, that, well, don't do that. It's like they're kicking around a group so, and, and you're just hanging out there. And the idea is the noise is to be like, beep, 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 yeah, oh, this is annoying, let's go hang out somewhere else. Mm. Avoid loitering. It's like, nah, they just put on some tunes. Yeah, yeah. This only used to work before people could just, you, you know, back in right. the day when you had to carry it around an entire boombox. Did, uh, did we ever lend each other money much back in the day? Uh, little chunks. Back yeah. and forth. Yeah. But I think it was more like, you know, 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there, maybe a meal, that kind right, of thing. But right. I don't think we did any big chunks. Fair enough. I was just reflecting the other day, um, my first couple of years in Taiwan, uh, I was working part-time at shit schools yeah. and I was very fucking poor. And I remember um, I had a friend and he and I would lend each mon- lend each other money back and forth basically every month. Right, it's like I get yeah. paid in the middle of the month, he gets paid at the end of the month, and we just like yeah. the cash would flow back and forth. But it was always this like we made it extremely clear to each other, maybe even tacitly, maybe we didn't need to say it, but it's like I'm lending you this money, but like I need I need it back on this date, or else I'm fucking dead. I'm either starving to yeah. death or I'm losing my house. So um yeah. and and then transitioning over the years to being able to lend people money and not super need it back to die. And maybe even to the point where it's like, mm. you know, this is just easier. Just have the fucking money. Right. And definitely not be worried about asking for it back. Um, the closest but I've I'm, been recently is like, since I've been paying these tattoos off and stuff like that. Mm. Cause like, I hate owing people money for that. So like, it's expensive, but I paid it up front. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, as soon as it's done, I'm paying for everything. But up until the last couple of days, I was on negative 236 bucks across all of my bank accounts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like credit cards maxed, all the accounts empty, minus one more transaction they let you do to go over the limit. And just like waiting for that monthly paycheck to roll in, I'm like, fuck, this has been a while. Mm. Those are some but good tattoos, though. I'm still in that button. Those are some good tattoos. Thank you. I did nearly uh, fucking choke when you told me how much you paid for them, but I don't know how much that shit costs. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, great it's, art and it's for forever. Yeah. I'm not going to say because then uh, people will know, but uh, mm. <laughs> let's just say even for tattoos, it was expensive. Let's uh, say... But I love them, so I don't give a fuck, but... Uh, can I say four digits? 
I think it was that amount. Anyway. Oh my god. Uh, oh, that that minus that minus two hundred and eighty three is not so bad in uh, in context, then you know. You'd be right after a month or two. Uh, it was minus two thousand three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> well, Still okay. Not great. okay, okay, okay. Nah, 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 it's all good. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, well, library Genesis good, like... free printing. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't buy tattoos you can't afford. Get simple ones. You can get those done cheap. People say they look shit, but just get something small and fun. Yeah, yeah. The house parties you mentioned. Go to house party. Yeah, Somebody, somebody's going to be lighting up a pen, um, busting out the needles, and um, doing some home jobs. Yeah, man. It's like the cheapest drugs are at house parties because people just want more people to be doing it with them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, really cheapest cool. tattoos as well. Yeah. First one's free, as they say. All right. Um, well, we're circling yeah, the drain free, here, Jezza. Just buy a bic and uh, get in a lighter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our advice is starting to turn sour, I think. It started out illegal. How is it turning sour now? Let's bring it back with, um, don't do drugs. Yeah. Well, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> well, if we're talking about saving money, save cash, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not so much like, I definitely had that argument for a while there with myself where I'm like, no, nah, I don't drink anymore much. I instead, you know, I'll smoke weed. It's way cheaper overall, but it's like, it is, but you make a lot of poor purchasing decisions when you're baked. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, you start going, yeah, man, if I get the, like, 20-liter tub of gummy bears, that's so cheap, the yeah. gummy bear, but you still don't have that money plus rent in your account anyway. You know. <laughs> or you make some very good purchasing decisions, like the McChicken with 20 extra bacon. That almost certainly happened while uh, it was while, definitely while stoned a out of your fucking mind. That, uh, it would have only been inspired in those circumstances, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. also only stomachable in that same state. But yeah, no sober person is <laughs> going to continue to press the up arrow past five or six extra bacon's, and then also yeah, think to themselves, you know what? It's an option with a straight face, just going, printing I assume that. Assume <laughs> they've put a reasonable amount on there. Yeah, I yeah, assume yeah. that that's a reasonable amount of bacon for this meal, and they're going to give me that. I don't need to fucking add 10 times more to the bacon bits mm. just to see what comes out. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, one other thing that I think plenty of people got onto this a lot earlier than I do is that find some sort of cheap creative endeavor a lot of the time. Just keep yourself sane mm. doing some sort of craft thing because, like, a mock it or whatever, but, like, even today, I, like, last week, like I said, when very much in debt, I had to do, um, well, I didn't have to. We got a letter through our mailbox and it was a letter that was just put in there by hand and it was basically one of our neighbours giving us a heads up yeah. that they're going to be having their wedding tonight, actually. And they're like, oh, you know, we're getting married this night, it's going to be at our house, it's going to be about 40 people, hopefully we won't go too, we won't, we'll keep it down, you know, won't go too late. And... In my typical fashion of, I can only do nice things if it feels like it's a prank in my head. Mm-hmm. I immediately went, these fucking idiots have given me their address. <laughs> Absolute like next door. And their names. Crazy. It's like two houses up. Uh, uh, so I'm like, oh, well, oh, you watch this. I'll fucking get them. So I did a really nice like painting uh-huh. just with like, spare little acrylics and stuff I did of like two gold rings sitting by some water. So there's like a reflection of the ring sitting next to it. Okay. I made it 3D with some leftover 
craft stuff that Tiff had. She like had some modeling stuff that's meant to like uh, you know like Warhammer models and shit like that. Mm-hmm. For anybody listening, where you make little bases with like the moss and the snow, you know those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like fake terrains. Mm-hmm. So I'm like using that to, you know, add texture to the flowers and like putting it through the trees to give it like all this extra depth. Got a little stand that I found that was just a piece of garbage and just like had some leftover white paint, did that up. And so just like made it. I'll put a picture of this up on my Instagram or something. So like you can have to look if you want. But yeah, I'm, ended I'm up, interested. Ending up for like a couple bucks worth of just leftover shit around the house and bits of garbage. Mm. I make this painting. I put it on a stand and I wrote them a letter uh, just like on some paper and did that thing where you, it's a trend that I like doing now. If I need to give somebody a letter, I make it like an old pirate map, you know, where you soak in the tea and burn the edges. Okay. So just write that. It's like, you know, happy dearest and whoever, happy day of this, the eve of your nuptials, just like over <laughs> theatralizing. The, oh man, it is getting late. Uh, just being overly theatrical with the whole fucking thing. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. just like, stupid letter they're just like but this was the fun bit in my opinion because it's got to feel like a prank I didn't want him to I didn't want to hand it to him I didn't even want him to see me yeah I did say who we were on the letter so it wasn't completely creepy but I like put it all in a shopping bag like one of those long shopping bags uh huh so it was all already set up on there on the easel and everything ready to go and I like walked out walked past the house and I took the dog with me so I had a cover story it's so, like I go past the house and they're all sitting in the front room sort of chatting with people it's like day before you're going to have a wedding there so you've got people over that help you set up or whatever so then just like yeah. skived off and did a lap with the dog came back they're still there did another lap came back and then all the front uh, like blinds things were closed I'm like perfect tie the dog up out the front so she'll let me know if anyone's coming and then like skype up put it on the like basically dropped it onto their fucking porch like it was a bag of dog shit on fire <laughs> without ringing the bell <laughs> just like absolute skiving up Sounds like a reverse theft. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, I literally snug up in the exact same way of all of that footage of people stealing people's fucking Amazon packages. <laughs> That's me just uh, like, skiving up there to leave a thoughtful present. Just because yeah. in my head, to do that nice thing, I have to walk away from the situation going, fucking got him. Well, Jezza, <laughs> man, good on you, because that is pretty thoughtful. And I'll tell you what I would have done in that situation. If someone... Yeah. Two doors down from me had told me they're having a wedding on a particular day. I would have done not a single fucking thing. So, <laughs> so good on you. Yeah, man, but I just wanted to create a thing that was, like, nice, but that also be a little bit confused. Right, right, right. Well, they'll probably hold on to it forever. I don't know. I kind of would. Well, it's going to go one of two ways. They're either going to hang on to it as a cute little knickknack. Yeah. Or, or it's already in the trash. Or it's already in the trash and they have uh, real taste in art, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> It's like people, like, uh, Tiff introduced me to somebody who's like, oh, this person's a, they're an artist as well. I'm like, I do paintings. I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I make colors on the page. I'm not going with anything other than that until somebody pays for it and there's, like, a placard on it that I didn't have to make. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, what other yeah, cheap yeah, hobbies yeah. is there? Podcasting. On. There you go. This yeah. costs us nothing. You gotta buy, you gotta buy all the proper gear, man. The gear? Or you can just get a... No, I'm joking. Or you can use Audacity and a... Fucking... Yeah, like, literally cost me nothing to get this up. Uh, yeah. Put it up through Acast, so yeah. Do this. Right Except on. listen to mine and then do it. So that I have more listeners than you. So it's like a pyramid scheme, but... Yeah. Uh, we're more upfront about it. 
Yeah. All right. You can check that out at acast.com slash Jezza for a 10% off coupon and uh, support the show. Stop pretending I have sponsors. It's, to be honest, hurting my feelings. Yeah, but um, uh, when we go to get sponsorships, I can uh, point to these segments and say, see, this is basically what it's going to sound like. Not too bad. Not too bad. All right. I'll start Pretty natural mentions. to be able to plug myself to start monetizing this, which yeah. definitely makes things better. Yeah. Uh, anyway, then, I reckon we've gone on for fucking ages that I'm going to need to trim down. So Definitely. You know what I'm also going to do, just for funsies? What's that? I'm going to edit in the ending bit. That, no, actually, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go take a piss because um, it's due. All right, hang on. Just let me wrap up the show real quick. Oh, yeah, right, uh, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, we, we have covered a lot in this episode, but we do like to mention just at the end for people, uh, if you do need like additional assistance for basic things and like if you do need these other options for your books and stuff like that for uni or even if you're just interested in them to be honest you don't necessarily need to be paying for a piece of paper to be wanting to read a textbook on a topic you're doing but uh back to the legal actual ones that we want to be plugging uh like if you do need assistance with uh you know financial counseling uh if you have trouble paying for food essential goods bills that kind of thing there is help that you can get from that uh, and we like to plug moneysmart.gov.au uh, for people to go and check that out so that they can see what options they actually have available to them and also we like to just plug foodbank.org.au uh, for people who need essential services you know groceries food and things like that and always remind people if you need it do it don't be worried about other people needing it more than you or anything like that it's if it's a service you need it's a service you should take advantage of and we definitely encourage people to do that um, absolutely so, financial literacy in this knows? country fucking sucks mm. and a little goes a yeah, long it's way not ideal. So, it's like you maybe sit through plenty of math classes why did less of it just have fucking dollar signs in there literally literally <laughs> it's like so much of the world is dying yeah. for various reasons that are all dollar related why don't I know anything? That's it. And why didn't I ask any questions? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Bib. Uh, Always a sure pleasure. I'll be back on again, especially if I get close to the day and day and need uh, something, because we always get something to go on. We didn't even get to my tip days. stories and uh, and the crater pornos. Go on oh, to the tip. Yes. This is what of I course. do. There's a little sizzle. This is what I do to set up a uh, set up another another episode. <laughs> All right, Jezza. Um, I'll uh, I'll see you next time uh, that you get to a Sunday and you don't have an episode <laughs> for your yep. Tuesday release. It'll happen. This is All the way. It, like that's the thing. I'm a man in his thirties with a podcast. I have to use it to interact with friends. That's it. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. For Bye, guys. everybody. And yeah, us know. Uh, if you want to contact the show, let us know at uh, brokeandhome at gmail.com. That's broke, A-N-D, right? I think so. Yes. So the name is Broken Home, but you need to remove the abbreviation yeah. for the email address. Broke, A-N-D, home. Get there. Yes. That'll do it, boys. We'll gotcha. see you next time. Please. Alrighty. Good stuff, Jezza. How the fuck...